Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Hour 3, Backbone Radio, nurturing the red wave. Lovingly nurturing that red wave home two days from now. Let's see it happen. The only hitch is the Democrats talking strangely about, oh, you have to be patient and you have to accept the results of the election. You have to be patient. It's going to take several days after the election to get them all counted, says Joe Biden. And it does make you wonder what they have up their sleeve, shall we say? But I want to talk about, yeah, the looks like real clear politics is predicting 54 Republican senators and 46 Democrat senators. So there's going to be four Republican pickups and two key Republican holds. And we're going to have a majority Republican Senate. And if you look at the races, it's all Trump people. Ohio, Arizona, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Nevada, Georgia. Those are all MAGA, America first Trump people that will owe Trump big time if they can get across the finish line because Trump got them there in the first place and then carried them across the finish line with all of his rallies in all of these states. And they're not going to want Mitch McConnell to be their, their majority leader. I mean, could you imagine them saying, oh, Mitch McConnell has been snubbing these people. Mitch McConnell has been a real pain in the ass to these people. And um, notice I'm not mentioning Colorado in this equation. I could point this out, that I don't think we need Colorado to be Republican, to have a Republican majority Senate. Real clear politics is saying 54-46 is what it's going to turn out to be. And um, there may be accurate. We, we, we will see. We'll see what happens. I'll look at each of these races individually. But uh, let's say hello to Rick. Rick on the road. Is this Marathon Man Rick? Uh, thanks for checking in, sir. Taking time yeah, I'm, for uh, us. I'm uh, sitting here in Springfield, Missouri. Ran a marathon. Today. You ran a Springfield, you, Missouri. My mother was born in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, yeah I love that town. Bass, bass, yeah, Bass Pro Shops, really conservative. I wish I had a buck for every mag I had I saw today. Oh, <laughs> that is MAGA country. That is for sure. And was the marathon today, Rick? Did you already uh, succeed? Yep, all done. Well done. done. And I always have to ask, did you finish without crying, or did you cry a little before you finished the 26.2 miles? Uh, I was hurting today. (laughs) I was hurting. But you you, you did all right? Yeah, yeah, first in my age group. Well done. I'm going to bang the table. That's our guy, Rick. And I'll tell you what, all of Backbone yeah. is just pulling for every marathon you do. You know, we should we should do like uh, pizza pizza parties for you and stuff. <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, one day we should all get together, maybe. But anyhow, yeah, Ron, the sanctimonious people, you understand. But generally speaking, you know, politics is a blood sport. Trump, you know, he sees he may be coming up. You got to squash your competition immediately, so that's no big deal. Yeah. It's, that's what you do. And you're right. Yeah, that's what you do. It's nothing where like they always oh, he did it again. No, that's what he does. 
Well, well, see, there's all this stuff going on behind the scenes, all this establishment stuff going on oh, behind yeah. the scenes. And if Trump were to edge into the public with it by just dropping a little Ron de Sanctimonious, then all the establishment freaks out. But what are they doing behind the scenes? See, they're trying to control what's public and what's not public, right? And there's a whole lot of money heading for DeSantis. They think he's the guy that can, <clears throat> that can get them back to the America yep. last, yep. open borders, free trade, yep. globalist, Republican country club, rhino agenda. That's, that's where it's at. Trump's as much as a threat to the left as he is to the rhinos. That's the deal. That's it's right. That's clear. why Mitch McConnell is waging war in this Senate thing. You know, he's withheld oh. funds from Masters in Arizona and Bullduck in New yep. Hampshire, the MAGA America First candidates. Yep. And uh, it's, it's, it's really hard to take to watch. You see, McConnell sees the big picture. And what they want oh, for yeah. Colorado voters, Republicans, is to not see the big picture. Again, you've got Liz Cheney running around saying that she won't support J.D. Vance in Ohio because he's an America Firster. So she, Liz Cheney's not going to support the Republican who won the primary in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Liz Cheney is saying she wants Nancy Pelosi to be speaker again. You see, the, the the rhino types yeah, can uh, can support whoever they want to. Doesn't yeah. matter who won the yep. Republican primary. But if we if mm-hmm. we were to do that here, that's bad, right, Rick? That's bad. You can't do that. Yeah, you got it. Let me bounce this off. You don't you think Rick Rick Scott wants to angle to be the Senate Majority Leader? Oh yeah, Rick Scott is right in there with. Uh, with the Mitch McConnell team and uh, and people like uh, oh who's the guy in Virginia? I was just saying uh, Glenn Youngkin. That's that's the kind of breed yeah. of Republican that the establishment's trying to produce right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're all in for seventy two billion for Ukraine. They're all in with the Inflation Reduction Act. Yep. They uh, you know they found yeah, a way to get Obamacare through right. The same people. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, John McCain. Yep. Mm hmm. May you, may you rest not in peace. Yeah. Well, anyhow, I know you got a lot of callers. I, I just want to end it. The thing is, and I, I don't listen ever on, you know, the Tuesday election results because I get too, uh, too upset. I'm, I'm really, I admit, I'm afraid of the big steal coming. Yeah. I think it's rational, like I've been saying, to have in the back of your mind, what do they got up their sleeve? Why is Biden saying uh, it's going to take time? Be patient. Yeah, what do they got? Yeah. You know, Fran, Fran, yeah, France can have national elections, everything. You know the results that, that day. I mean, this is getting ridiculous, our election system. If there's anything harming our democracy, don't you think, Rick, it's this stuff? Like, you got to sit and be patient and wait while they go back and oh. forth and fiddle and calculate and do all this stuff? Come on. That, that's what Hillary said in 2016. And sure enough, when there, all the things went down at 2 a.m., you know, and then all of a sudden, we lost all the votes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a festering open wound that concerns about election integrity. And I just, my advice is for people, don't think about it too much. Just do do the right thing and get your votes in and, you know, vote for whoever you feel like you're compelled to. And if there's a rhino that's troubling you, you know, let your conscience decide what, you know, what you want to do on that. And, uh, but, but get that vote in because it is serious business. And you think about, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. it, does your vote matter? And I always think of the visual of the one guy at Tiananmen Square standing in front of that tank. Yep. And that's uh, that's where we are right now. That one guy standing in front of the tank, that's your vote. Think of it like that. Well, that, hey, a lot of veterans died for us. Darn it, you should vote. You know, that's, that's the way it should be. Excellent point, Rick. Excellent. 
That's okay. how we should think about it. And so, uh, boy, you sound mighty fresh and vigorous for having run a marathon today, Rick. So, uh, Well, that's, be- that's because I'm talking to the best talk show host <laughs> in the land. Oh, just one more quick one. Yeah, bring it. This is the first election, first election without Rush, and I think that kind of hurts us. Oh, yes. And by the way, I was thinking about, we that, thinking uh, about that. I was thinking about that yesterday, actually, that the lack of Rush yeah. Limbaugh right now is, uh, oh, it is, a, it is a deafening lack to not have Limbaugh out there right now. I mean, he was the one united voice. You know, there's some okay callers, that, or excuse me, hosts, and I'm not including you because you're fantastic. Amen. Um, you know, national oh, yeah. scale, Rush, Rush was the man. It's oh, he was a giant, and everyone else is a dwarf, and you just can't deny it. Yep. And yep. by the way, he's from Cape yep. Girardeau, which is not all that far from Springfield, oh, yeah. Missouri. Where you're sitting right now. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Cape Girardeau. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but now, one thing I like Take to... Take care, Matt. Yeah, uh, we'll do. Yeah. We'll do, Rick. Congrats winning your age group, sir. And yeah, we, we uh, you know, I like to think that I have a very similar set of instincts to Rush Limbaugh. And so if some non-prime Sunday night radio host in Denver, Colorado, can carry a little torch for Rush Limbaugh... I like to think I am the guy because I have to say that my instincts in Rush Limbaugh's um, tried, tested, and true for all these years have been very similar. I'm not claiming to be, uh, you know, the as capable of a host by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, but the instincts are sound, and some of my Missouri family was uh, was in the same orbit as Rush Limbaugh's family. I have a f- some judges in my family. Um, from Missouri, where my mother's family's from, and they go back a long time with the Limbaugh family and a lot of the same roots and a lot of the same instincts. So I like to think that when you listen around here, you can think that uh, you're getting some of the similar stuff to, to Limbaugh. And I mean that in a, in a really a charitable way and in a way that uh, maybe maybe should give just that extra bit of confidence, right? That extra bit of uh, the benefit of the doubt, right, to this, to this dentist who hosts radios on Sunday here in in Colorado. Hey, I'll be right back. We'll talk about the Trump Senate next. There we go. Sturgill Simpson bringing us back in. And you got to be in the Sturgill mood from time to time. How are you doing with the twang back there, Blake? Is it? Can you handle it? Yeah, you're, you're not totally abiding. But the Courtney Barnett one, you like that one. Okay. I can live with that going to work on you on the twang front and Sturgill you got to you got to understand the genius of Sturgill some people call him a Sturgill but I say Sturgill because I like to mispronounce names when I see a, a name written in my mind it clicks as to how it should be pronounced and so that's that's my final uh, ruling on Sturgill and by the way uh, diesel shortages affecting Southeastern United States, uh, this is a small-town guy from North Carolina named D. Scott. Don't have his full name, but he posted this video. There's this guy driving around his small town in North Carolina, and he can't find diesel anywhere. He says his friends and his trucking friends can't find diesel anywhere, and this is like, okay, Biden's America, Democrat, green, energy, America, and now, like, we're having diesel shortages? Great. Another store right here in small town. Royal, Dilbert, North Carolina. No diesel. No diesel. I've never in my lifetime seen this happen. 
And I thought all this 25 days of diesel fuel left in America was a bunch of BS. That's two stores right here in my little small town that ain't got no diesel fuel. Truckers are scavenging, can't find fuel. There's not fuel for probably 50 miles around here. It's not looking good. Y'all better remember who to vote for next Monday. You better remember who to vote for on Tuesday. That's my thinking as well. Diesel shortage. Just taking the cake. All of the extreme, weird, crazy stuff. The fringe cult lunatic people on top of America right now. Democrats running the House, the Senate, and the presidency are inflicting upon the American people. They are treating like lab rats in their little experiments that they are treating like dirt in general. Let's see a change. Let's get this red wave across the finish line. What do you say? And on to the Senate, the Trump Senate, I'm calling it. I'm not seeing enough people like focused on this. Like I said, Real Clear Politics is saying 54-46, we're going to have a Republican majority Senate, and that does not include Colorado. They do not predict Colorado is going to be successful to be Republican. It's going to stay blue. That's what Real Clear Politics is saying. But if you look at the key states, Arizona, the key Republican pickups, Arizona, Arizona, New Hampshire, Nevada, and Georgia, those are all Trump candidates. Arizona, Blake Masters, great MAGA America First candidate, who is finally pulling just a little ahead in the polls against Mark Kelly. And Mitch McConnell has been snubbing and withholding funds from Blake Masters for a long time now. Really outrageous, because Mitch McConnell does not seem to want a MAGA Senate. He wants a Rhino Senate. Don Bolduck, same deal, who has pulled a little ahead in New Hampshire. Don Bolduck, a great America First Republican candidate. Uh... Mitch McConnell has been snubbing that guy all over the place, withholding funds from New Hampshire. Nevada, Adam Laxalt, pulling ahead in Nevada. Real Clear Politics thinks he's going to win. Another big-time pro-Trump Senate candidate there. And then, of course, in Georgia, Herschel Walker. That, uh, that is Trump getting Herschel across the finish line there, and Herschel seems to be ahead of Warnock. But uh, Georgia, I always worry about their election integrity down there. I always do. But we'll see what happens. And then Pennsylvania, that's Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, a lot of, a lot of conservatives don't like Dr. Oz, but uh, he's got the Trump endorsement. He's ahead of the Frankenstein guy, Fetterman, in Pennsylvania. Oh, they're really trying. But then Joe Biden's out there saying, oh, we're going to be shutting down coal mines. We're gonna... He just said that. <laughs> we're shutting down coal mines. Pennsylvania is like the number three state for coal in the United States of America. Oops. And Biden had to come out and say, oh, he regretted his remarks. He misspoke. It was more verbal stumbles there. Didn't actually mean that. Then, of course, you got J.D. Vance, who has totally hitched his wagon to MAGA in Ohio. And so uh, you think J.D. Vance, Blake Masters, Dr. Oz, Don Bolduck, Adam Laxalt, or Herschel Walker are going to want Mitch McConnell to be the majority leader? And to me, that is the key thing for the future. That is the key thing for the future to have an America First Senate, rather than the Mitch McConnell rhino-type Senate that has just rolled along with everything Biden has wanted, like the Inflation Reduction Act and all the spending and all the green energy investment that has left us with a blooming diesel shortage. That's See, the rhinos, they're, they're in on that. And I know, yeah, it's two days before they shouldn't be talking about this stuff, but, you know, you got to get to the point, and we got to break out of prison. 
Republican voters have got to break out of prison, and they're doing it in these states, Ohio, Arizona, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Nevada, Georgia. They're doing it there, and it would be nice if we could do it here, don't you think? But I think, uh, you know, when you think about uh, people like Mitch McConnell, they, they want that $72 billion to Ukraine. They're all in with that. They're all tied into the military-industrial complex. If you want peace... If you don't want your sons and daughters or your own self to go off to some ridiculous World War III scenario, the only people that you can vote for are people that put America first, care about our borders first, closing our own borders, securing our own borders we had going on, and uh, and not going for this military-industrial complex ridiculous stuff where, yes, they're making the billions of dollars hand over fist, just sending more, sending more, sending more. Right, Lindsey Graham? Right, Mitt Romney. Right, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. So uh, I like our prospects, and I will say this, that we don't need Colorado to get that 54-46 majority. Okay? And I do appreciate the way, like in Arizona, which is a tight state, tight state, but they've got MAGA America First people running for, for the governorship, Carrie Lake, and for Senate Blake Masters, and they're, like, motivating people to go vote. They're, they're like, motivated. They're, like, creating this whole movement down there. Oh, that's how you do it. I mean, that, that's how you build a party. That's how you build a movement. That's how you save the country. But yet, you know, sometimes when you have the rhino-type candidates, you know, you're, like, trying to be unoffensive, and you never say anything that real or people can latch on to, and you fundraise off of a certain issue, but you don't know if they really mean it on it, and that's, uh, that's kind of the story. Let's say hello to Dean. Dean in Denver. Thanks for checking in, Dean. Hey, thank you. Uh, all right, I just want to try to make my case here as quickly as possible. But sure. Try to be clear. Um, I listen. I'm uh, as big of a Donald Trump fan as anyone else. I voted for him twice, and I love him as much as anyone else. But personally, I think now is the time that he should step aside and let Ron take over. That's what you think, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and uh, what do you I'll think about well, what do you think about Paul Ryan's endorsement, David Frum's endorsement, Jeb Bush's endorsement and Ken Griffin the big open borders military industrial complex hedge fund guy putting the money behind DeSantis? Why is that? That's very scary to me. I don't understand that at this point, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the money um, is in the Republican party. Yes, I know that. Um, the reason being is because Donald Trump has fatally derailed himself multiple times. In How did he do which, that? Which he will, Tell me specifically. Which he will never recover. How did he do that? How did he derail himself well, fatally? the Mexican rapist speech permanently damaged him That put him, him on forever. the map. That got him elected and in 2016. Dean, See, I don't think... Me, you're I, not going to let me make my points, are you? No, because you're going back Without to the escalator me. in 2015 and saying that that harmed him. That's what got him elected, Dean. I don't think you're really a double Trump voter. You're not going to let me finish my points, which which is, I didn't expect that from you, man. No, but you make a point, and I'll respond to it, and then you can go ahead and make another one. And I'll smash that one down, too, probably. But carry on, yeah, Dean. When, we knew that the Mexican rapist speech was, we knew what he was trying to say. He, the words came out wrong. No, they didn't. Okay, they came out but right. It happened, but, okay. And calling John McCain a loser, I know John McCain is a oh, loser. Oh, okay, but that Dean. offended a lot yeah, of the you're, Republican you base. You really like the ghost of John McCain, Dean. I, 
I think uh, see you are being so disingenuous right now by not disingenuous. Letting me I'm my, laying out the point. points, and uh, you know if if you want to try to get something by, you want you want to hang Just on. We'll we'll keep going. Okay, hang on, hang on. We'll go through a break. Trash. Hang on, hang on. Long wide line from Sturgill Simpson. There, another one. I wonder if Sturgill has enough diesel in his tank to get to the end of that long white line or even to get to the middle point of it or even to get started towards that long white line. Anyway, diesel shortages in Biden's America. Well done, people. Well done, people. And I want to say thanks to Dean for hanging on through a break there. And we were just chatting a little bit and uh, maybe we could just uh, have a little conversation again. And and uh, Dean, yeah, thank you for, for hanging on and um, you were just, uh, you know, making a case that you'd, you'd like to see Trump hang it up and you'd like to see DeSantis uh, take on over the Republican mantle. And uh, but uh, did I cut you off on anything? Were you making a point that uh, you wanted to get in? Well, I just have to, just please don't do it. De- that's what Democrats do. They interrupt you while you're trying to make your point. OK. Yeah, but if you start making a loaded point, sometimes you have to unpack them a little bit. But uh, but we're we're hanging you on. And but one point I, I wanted to make though is w- w- one quick point. You you said that Trump fatally derailed himself when he talked about Mexican rapists in his escalator speech 2015. He went on to get elected. But what do you think about this? That the Hispanic population is migrating towards the Republican Party in the Trump era at unprecedented levels. The Hispanic community is voting Republican like never before, and that is owed to Donald Trump. What do you what do you think of that point? Well, that's incredible, and I hope that's true. I really do. It is. It's a big story the media is ignoring, but we've been covering it around here. It's amazing, actually. Look at Myra Flores down in Texas. MAGA, America first pro-Trump Republican, became the first Republican ever to serve in this all-time Democrat district. Amazing. But carry on, sir. All right. Just two points and I'm gone. But no, okay. Take your time. Take your I time. think Ron DeSantis appears to be the strongest guy at this point. And I feel, and I could be wrong, that he has had four years to study Donald Trump's triumphs and his failures. And he knows how to get down and dirty without falling off the tightrope. Mm-hmm. And how, how has yeah. Trump fallen off the tightrope? I, I just gave you two clear examples. We know the, the, John what, McCain is a loser, but you just don't have to say that. Now, what did McCain say about Trump, though? McCain savaged brutally Donald Trump, and Donald Trump I fought back. That. Donald Trump shot back. So you don't seem but to like somebody. How many Republicans, well, why don't you like Trump defending how many himself? From the Republican base did not like that. How many in the Republican base did not like somebody who stood up for himself, stood his ground, and fought back when he was attacked and responded when he was attacked? Well, I think it's far fewer than you're thinking, Dean. Okay, People want uh, a fighter. People want somebody who'll get in there and mix it up and get in there and stand his ground. Dean, I, I think, understand that, you know, if you, you have to do it cleverly. Uh-huh. So Trump doesn't fight back in the right way. He has to be more clever when he fights back. You just have to be careful. Like and Jeb Bush, maybe. He could fight back point. like a Jeb Bush or like a George Bush or like a Romney. It's an art. It's the art of war. Mm-hmm. It's not about how many Democrats you convince. It's about how many people you lose on your side. So, Dean, were you distraught by Trump's mean tweets over the years? Was that a 
sort of a big problem no, for you. I, no, not at all. But this is not about me. Okay. This is about... All right, my last point, please. Yes, sir. I honestly believe that Donald Trump is going to be arrested on national television somewhere three to six months after the midterms. And he is going to be having his trial right around the 2024 election. And is that Trump's fault or is that maybe Adam Schiff or Liz Cheney's fault for their manufactured hoax propaganda commission known as the January 6th committee? You're blaming Trump for it. You're blaming Trump for the establishment malfeasance. I'm not blaming Trump. Yes, you are. I am not blaming Trump. It's his fault for being arrested. And this is the Russia investigation part two to destroy him for 2024. Right. And do you believe the Russia stuff? Did you buy any of that? No, of course not, Matt. Good, good. So you're clear on that one. They are going, he is going to be in trial in 2024. So? So what? They've done this January 6th commission all year long and it's backfired on them. 7% of voters. I hope you're right. Oh, yeah. I hope you're right. Yeah, it's going nowhere, man. And uh, it'll only backfire on the left and give Trump great publicity because he'll be like, yeah, <laughs> look at what well, Adam I Schiff is doing true. now. And if and if I hope that's true. And if Donald makes it all the way to 2024 and gets a chance to run for president again, and, it, you know, it's it's going to be between him and DeSantis. You know, I'll decide then I just may vote for Donald Trump. We'll right. See. Right. Well, yeah. You know, you'll just have to make up your own mind. And I want you to make up your own mind. And I can tell you, you know, you're very informed. But uh, but I think that some of the propaganda has gotten too far in on you. And uh, I would I would no, I would no, say you, you can opposite. reject it more, more, uh, more fully. No. That would be my okay, take. Matt. Yeah. Well, uh, let's Thank see. You. Let's see how it plays. But do you think DeSantis is going to run, Dean? Oh, I do. Definitely. Okay. Well, uh, a yeah. lot of money is... But so far, what I've seen from him, I like. He knows how to fight, but he, he knows how to walk the tight line and not say that one thing that just goes over the top and, bat- and blows up in your but face. But what about this? When you are a threat to the political establishment in this country, they will come after you, and it doesn't matter what you say or how you respond or what you tweet, they will make it seem like you are evil incarnate. Of course I understand that. You just have right. to understand the art of the war. Of yeah. Now what about this? Trump has stood in the face of the entire political establishment in America and abroad for all these years, every single day, getting up, fighting back. Are you assured and that's why that we Ron, love him? Well, are you assured that Ron DeSantis has that same capacity, same endurance, same ability to field all of that and stay sane and normal and uh, keep after it? From what I've seen so far, I, I like him. Okay, so you you you're, you would you would bet that he can handle all of that intense, massive pressure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Spend a couple hours and watch watch videos of him. He's been handling himself very well, in my opinion. Okay, but I would say this: that we've got somebody who has proven it for five years, day in, day out, proven it, proven leadership, proven golden economy under his watch, great foreign policy, great domestic policy. And uh, why would you I turn agree away with from all that? Of that? Yeah, I agree with all of that. Hmm. But you, you'd still take a risk on a, on a DeSantis who's endorsed by Jeb Bush and Paul Ryan and David Frum and got the Ken Griffin open borders billionaire funding his uh, potential run? 
Well, yeah, that that I don't understand. You know, as of this evening, I didn't know that was going on. That all the rhinos were were backing DeSantis, but we're going to see. Okay, good. Uh, you, you might here. read the Conservative Treehouse, which is a wonderful website. It has really deep details. He, this guy lives out in Florida and has really deep details on the situation with DeSantis potentially running in twenty four and who's backing him and how that's going. So uh, that that would be a good place to get some more info. Way ahead of the and curve. Last point: I never said Trump should just disappear. You know, he he maybe he he deserves just the right position. Like uh, like head librarian or something or no I don't know VP or some some, <laughs> some position I don't know what okay uh, I cannot imagine Trump being second fiddle to any human on this planet uh, but uh, you know one of those things but uh, anyway Dean interesting call and I, I understand and I think you're speaking for a fair amount of people not as many as you might think but I think uh, I think it's interesting to flesh this out. And let's let's keep in touch as time goes on. And I don't mean to jump on you for stuff, but when certain things come up, no. I want to respond to it in real time, and then we can move on to the well, next point, just so you know. It's just better when you go back and forth. Yes, exactly. So, uh, Thank any, you. Anyway, Dean, right on. Thank you for checking in uh, and taking the time for us here this evening. And uh, tighter on time, are we too tight? But, uh, Marilyn, I'll hold you over if we need to, but welcome, Marilyn. Oh, 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 you have covered so much tonight, and um, I really appreciate your, um, your, your studying of everything. But I wanted to ask you, you know, I, I didn't know who the money was behind DeSantis. I think DeSantis can be a very strong, strong uh, candidate, president. I think he can handle anything thrown at him. I don't like the idea that those people are behind him, and, and I don't like the fact that they – uh, didn't support Trump. All the people that you listed yes. supporting DeSantis never once lifted one finger exactly. to, to, to block anything, to say, hey, this is a, you know, going after his taxes, uh, impeaching him, all of the crap that they did exactly. because they're afraid, they're afraid of the man. Now, who is head of the GOP right now? Uh, Ronna you know McDaniel. Niece of Romney. Ronna, R- Romney McDaniel. Right. And she just came out over the weekend. She just came out over the weekend saying, we don't need to impeach. We, we need to just get along. We need, I, I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, we don't have to work with Biden the way McConnell has, because look what the country has no. done. Look where we are right now. It's terrible. We're losing exactly. the place. Yep. Bill Monroe and his bluegrass boys from down in dear old Kentucky. With the Bean Blossom Festival 1973 version of Swing Low Sweet Chariot. I think they had 12 fiddles brewing on that one. And oh, let's bring it home. Let's carry it home. Let's carry this red wave home. Oh, just getting kind of exciting thinking about it. Yeah, we're worried about election integrity, but let's just carry it home anyway. What do you say? (laughs) Hugh Hewitt had that book uh, many years ago. If it ain't close, they can't cheat. Remember that one back before it all went down? Anyway, uh, Ron DeSantis, when he's doing his uh, events in Florida, he's he's bringing big country stars on with him. I guess he's got one uh, today, and it's Parker McCollum, the country stars out there with him, and it was Luke Bryan the other day. And that tells me that's the same old establishment thing where, like, you, you don't want to be embarrassed by a small crowd, so you got to get a big country star or a big pop figure to go with you to make sure you fill the stands, right? Um that's establishment playbook, folks. 
Anyway, just pointing that out. And if you're on the phone lines, hang on, hang on. I got to get this quick thing in. Joe Biden, the vegetable president, always gets the numbers wrong. Listen to him say 3035 instead of 2035 on electric vehicles here. He always gets the numbers wrong. Well, she left that meeting and she dropped the suit. Called me up and said they're going to go all electric by 3035. Every other company has signed up to do the same thing. So we're working with the auto industry to transition to electric vehicle future, providing tax credits to buy electric vehicles. Yeah, by 3035, good job, Joe Biden. He, again, never gets a number right. It's like his superpower. Good job, Joe Biden. And then uh, he starts lying about inflation, conflating Iraq with Ukraine, and talking about another lie about how his son died in Iraq. And they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, thinking of Iraq because that's where my son died. The, uh, because uh, no, the, uh, his the, uh, son the point is- did not die in Iraq. His son did not serve in Iraq. He keeps lying about that for years. Is he a congenital liar? And also suffering from dementia, you can do both at the same time, I guess. And then Biden, you know, Pennsylvania's on the line, and what does he say? He's going to shut down coal. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is they're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. Yeah, there you go. Biden tells... He's in California when he said that. But Pennsylvania is hanging by a thread for the Democrats. Looks like Oz is going to get that one. And uh, he's talking about shutting down coal mines. Pennsylvania is the number three coal state in this country. And, oh, good job, Joe. But let's hear Joe Biden make his vegetable closing pitch into the midterms, his final closing pitch. And I know uh, some of you are even... uh seeing whether or not you uh, qualify or whatever you have. Anyway, I won't go into it, but... Uh. Oh, man, can you say red wave? <laughs> oh, he's so bad. Yeah, and that that's who they wanted. That's, that's who the left wanted. They should all be ashamed and embarrassed of themselves for getting that vegetable of a president in there who was screwing up the place on foreign, domestic policy, energy, Everything you can think of, they have ruined the darn country. Let's have a change. Let's have a red wave. What do you say? Uh, let's go to the phone lines and say uh, say a, a hey to John in Denver. And John, glad you're here. Welcome aboard. Yes, uh, the narrative is wrong when it the focus is upon whatever the complaints were about Trump tweeting or anything else that he's made a mistake here and there. The real narrative is just look at the support that the man has that is in unparalleled in history. Exactly. Look at his rallies. His rallies for six years now. Exactly. Coast to coast, no matter any other what part of the country, no matter what season, no matter what weather, wind, cold, snow in 2016. He doesn't need a country uh, star with him either. Just just him. Just him. And and then look at the 75 million votes, you know, that uh, that he received. So the man has proven uh, that he has support and it is a manufactured, fabricated media 
technique just to try to knock him down. And every time somebody tries to join in with one of these phone calls and, and, and speculates about his problem here and his problem there. And what he did wrong. Yeah. Oh, this is what he did wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and O'Day took a shot at him and, and we did not uh, vote for O'Day turned our ballots in and we're not voting for him precisely because, uh, it is, you know, an effort to hurt Trump, just like this narrative has been designed to hurt Trump from the day he came down the escalator. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, so it was a bridge too far, huh? Oh, you didn't want to have another, uh, like, Lindsey Graham in there? Is that what you were thinking? You didn't want to have another Mitt Romney or a John McCain in the Senate? Absolutely. And the problem with that big issue is that McConnell was declaring war on us with Murkowski and Burdock and Masters. And this man declared war on the movement. O'Day declared war on the movement. And so if they want to fight it, then they have to learn that they have to deal with us. I would rather that Republicans in Colorado uh, have to deal with our own Republicans uh, after our own Republicans have lost. They pulled this Tancredo thing several years ago. They pull another one against Trump this year. Enough. Because they have to deal with us and have a straight party that uh, recognizes all of the elements will be mega America first, even in Colorado. If they don't, they don't deserve the right to go to Washington and be grifters on us uh, like so many of the other establishment people. This is just wrong, and we have to correct it with Republicans here in Colorado after they've lost an election, when they try to pull this like they have this year, that, that they just want to say, "Look, see, we showed you how to win. No, 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 no. We're, uh, I can't tolerate them having us elect somebody to support people in Washington who are more globalist uh, than they are American. And this guy is already uh, on that side. No, that's where the fight is now here. Uh, don't vote for this man and let our Republicans you know, uh, cry in their beer when they've lost, is that they have to deal with us. Yep, well, we'll see if the red wave is big enough to bring even someone like O'Day across the finish line. And again, I'm trying to stay out of the way. Let the establishment, Republican establishment, show us how to run a campaign and how to do it right, and we'll see if they know how to do it right. But I'm still mighty irked that Mitch McConnell's been withholding money from the various MAGA America First candidates like in Arizona and Nevada and New Hampshire and so forth. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, this is textbook establishment campaign in Colorado. And uh, luckily, we don't need Colorado to be a red Republican Senate seat because I think it was going to be 54, 46 without Colorado. So uh, that's at least some consolation. People love Trump and Trump said that rhinos are worse than the Democrats. Well, John, thank you for checking in, sir. It's Matt Dunn. It's Blake Masters. We're signing out tonight. We'll see what happens. See you next Sunday.